have like a, a pre-episode drink while i'm like getting into like the zone and then i start one uh when the episode fully when, when we get okay, started here cool cool um, i like that <laughs> so i mean obviously you mentioned you checked out the the arms length episode so you kind of uh-huh. kind of know how these go like i have like a small list of questions to kind of guide us through um tangents are cool everything it's all going to be about the city view um so if there's anything i miss feel free to chime in and we'll talk okay. about anything you want to talk about. And then the last half, we kind of just talk about like some fun stories from your time of music. Awesome. I'm, I'm excited. Super excited. I, re- I really enjoyed that uh, episode. I listened to a, a little, I, for, I forget the band's name, but I listened to a little bit of the one after that one. And I like that too. I just, I like the style and like, you, you're just real good at carrying the conversation, like a fun, but also like not productive because it doesn't need to be productive but like right. you know fun, fun but then you still talk about stuff and I, I learned stuff about both those bands just just from listening so i feel like uh yeah i'm excited well i, I appreciate the kind words um like i i like to keep it fun and chill and then also you know obviously talk about what's going on but um like i i don't take myself seriously so i don't expect anyone else to take me seriously <laughs> <laughs> to another episode of beers with bands this week uh i'm sitting down with my new homie ian uh, aka the city view and for people that don't know the city view is you're a synth pop artist from new hampshire and i think you're also the first person from new hampshire that's been on the podcast so congratulations for being the first one uh (laughs) yeah uh but how are you doing tonight ian I'm doing very well, thank you. I uh, just got home from work. I uh, paid my rent to my new landlord, and uh, I'm just chilling with you now. Hell Looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, well, hopefully, How work are you? was. I- I'm doing great. Uh, you know, work was, you know, work was work, and then uh, traffic was light today. So I- I'm stoked to be drinking a few drinks and uh, talking to you about everything you got going on tonight. Me too. Nice. Uh, so like I did mention, uh, the City View project that you have is like a, a synth pop, um, and I would almost say like synth pop with a little bit of like emo in there when you really get down to the nitty gritty and like listen to the lyrics and, and take a look at those. Um, but I like to start kind of like at the beginning, 
like what got you started with this project because i mean a lot of people obviously for people that listen to these episodes a lot of people i talk to are all you know like pop punk or like punk rock but you kind of took it down this different vein and kind of melded a, a two different sounds and i mean it sounds amazing but how did you get to this idea to do this project thank you for that um so so technically i started i'm 29 right now and technically i started doing this when i was like 14 and i was playing in a pop punk band in high school um but then i was like listening to like owl city and stuff like that um so i just kind of and i i figured out how to kind of like program stuff and I, I played piano already but I was figuring out how to program stuff um in like Fruity Loops or GarageBand or whatever okay um so I uh while I was playing in the pop punk band which uh no offense to them didn't didn't do a whole lot it was just like a high school thing um but when I was doing that I started doing this and I put it up on MySpace and all that stuff because it was in, in that in those days <laughs> um and then uh, but yeah, so that's kind of why I started. That's why I lean towards electronics. Um, and then I've just been doing it off and on since then. Like I've taken, you know, six years off, like just not doing anything or just recording and not releasing anything. Um, but I guess how I kind of got to the sound I have now is just because I'm a fan of a lot of different types of music. Like I love a bunch of emo music. When when you said that, I actually got really happy because, like, sometimes I like, I'll like be interacting with some like emo type account or something, and I'll I'll be like, no, no, I'm emo too. I'm not just synth pop. Like in, in my head, I'm, not, I'm right. not saying that out loud, but I'm just like, oh, like, uh, so. But yeah, I, I love a bunch of that stuff, and I I play drums and guitar and stuff, so I like having real uh, like acoustic instruments mixed in, even though. The guitar is like it's usually electric but uh like it's not programmed and it's not synthesizer so okay um but yeah just kind of a love of a lot of different types of music and then those two kind of and i i feel like they kind of lend themselves to each other in a lot of ways like because emo, emo stuff obviously is emotional and like i like using electronic stuff to like evoke a lot of emotion because it's so broad like there's so many sounds you can use like yeah um and like for me with a city view song it's like i can have a piano sound and like a string sound and a guitar and a synthesizer and like weird glitchy drums and like in my mind it all works together like that um so yeah i guess that's well that's how i got there i guess (laughs) yeah oh well that's that's amazing that you kind of got to this point um i i when i was looking through the band camp i think i saw i don't want to butcher names uh but you you put out pitch black magic i think it said like 2016 and i listened to that one because i was like i like to see where kind of people start with their projects Mm -hmm. and like try and like find that evolution of sound and there's definitely and i'm sure you know this too like there's a big change between that release and um even the release you put out last year uh like uh rain for the ready and even like the stuff that you put out earlier this year which it's 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 not it's how do I want to put this without sounding like I'm just going in circles here um, it's always nice when you see people like find what they're passionate about and what they're good at and like just progress and like mature with that same sound awesome I appreciate that 
Yeah, I, I definitely, also the, the 2016 stuff was kind of when I started actually doing it again. Like, so I had, I'd recorded a bunch of stuff from like 2011 to 2016 and just never did anything with it. Mm -hmm. um, but then in 2016, I kind of started uh, wanting to pursue that. Like I was doing other bands and stuff as well. Um, but I really wanted to get back into that. Um, and then uh, like in 2018, like, I took a pretty long break again um, from like the end of 2018 until pretty much like May of 2021. Okay. Um, and then, but definitely in the last, in, in that period, like I think just the way I thought about City, City B music kind of changed a little bit. Um, I don't think it was intentional. I think just when I came back to it, I just was listening to different stuff or whatever. So um, probably would have changed a little just naturally from, from the time and everything. Right. Um, and also I do have to say, I got a new computer. So I, I and I got more into like learning stuff because before I would just get a sound that I was happy with and like, yeah, that's good. But I, I got a little more into like mixing and stuff. So ho hopefully in that sense, it sounds a little better too. <laughs> okay. No, but I, I like the point you make of, um, depending on what you're listening to kind of changes your sound, which makes complete sense. Um, I mean, the way I've always looked at it and I've mentioned it on episodes too, is like everything that you're putting out is basically like a timestamp of where you're at in that point in your life. Um, mm -hmm. so, I mean, it makes complete sense that, well, if you're listening to one set of music in 2018 compared to like 2021, dynamics are different. Times are different. I mean, coronavirus is playing yeah. into it and like just the whole mood the vibes like everything's going to be different mm -hmm. that that's a great point too about just the t like the times that we're living in right now um that definitely affected wh what i started doing last year and again like not i didn't sit down and be like i'm gonna i'm gonna sum up the last two years it was just like it just kind of came out that way right um uh, so yeah, that, that's a great point too about just the, the climate and the political climate and COVID and everything just kind of, just everything kind of ties together. Um, now, I do want to mention Rain for the Ready came out, I think I saw June of last year. So it's mm -hmm. been a little over a year and a month, basically. Um, mm -hmm. Like, what was the, the response on that? I mean, that's, it's, by the, by the way you're sounding, it's like, that was your first thing that you really put out after your little 2018, like, hiatus. Um, like, how was it putting that out? Um, I mean, I, I don't have a huge following. I'm very grateful for the people that pay attention. I, I do have a nice, you know, like a core little group of people that always pay attention. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to get any you know, wasn't going to get any crazy uh, response in terms of numbers, but that's not what I'm doing it for. But the, the people who do follow me um, seem to enjoy it. And um, I was very thankful that people who followed me in like 2018 listened to it in 2021. Like that just means so much to me that, because it's, you, you, there's so much music and like, like you said, life changes so much. It's easy to just like they might have seen it and been like oh that's cool whatever but a lot of people a lot to me <laughs> um listened to it and told me they enjoyed it and stuff um so yeah in that sense i got uh, a pretty good response but yeah no no crazy numbers or anything like that right um 
no, that's a, that's amazing that they still like are tuning in because I mean, like you said, like times are changing. There, I mean, there's definitely bands where that I listened to five, four to five years ago that you know just one day, and this happens to a lot of people. Just one day you stop like listening to it, and then mm-hmm. you just find yourself, you know, five to six years later, going, "Oh yeah, I completely forgot about this band," and you go back and you just fall in love back in love with it. So it's totally understandable. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and people's tastes change too. Like there's stuff that I liked back then that I just don't care for anymore. Not not a lot. Um, but so it's like that could happen. So I appreciate for that reason that people still are willing to check it out, even if they maybe weren't as into that style at the time or whatever. Um, but honestly, I, I appreciate anyone who checks out anything I do. It, it really means a, a lot to me. Yeah. Um, now with, with that stuff, was that all stuff that you had kind of recorded prior to your 2018 hiatus or was it like right when you started coming back into doing music this all like flushed out and like it became this this uh, lp yeah so um the first song in the street light in this world that was the only one from 2018 um right. i don't even that might have even been written in 2017 i don't i'm not positive um um, so I had that one, but then everything else I wrote from like May to June of 2021. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like I wrote the line it takes first and I put that out. That, that was kind of my first step back in was putting out, um, the line it takes. Um, and I, yeah, I wrote that in May and then I just like, just at, at, like up until I put it out pretty much, I just kept writing that is amazing because like <laughs> with, with all these elements that you have in your songs i mean obviously you're doing all the synth stuff and you're doing like you're mentioning you have like some actual guitar and like everything else mixed in like i would figure you know putting out a piece like obviously i'm not and i mentioned this before for people that like can do have the the mental capability to like do beats and stuff like that like i can't wrap my head around that so like me personally i would feel like doing this LP would take like fucking months and you did it within a month, which is insane to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't do a whole lot of other stuff, so it's pretty, pretty easy to dedicate all my time to it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And I just, I just, I love music. So it's like, it's, it's reward. It's enjoyable and it's like rewarding for me. So it's yeah. All of those factors, like not, I'm not saying I don't have a social life, like I have friends and stuff, but especially with COVID, I wasn't, last year, I wasn't really doing much of anything. Right. Um, so it was pretty much, you know, work five days. And then besides that, I have those night times and all weekends. So I just really, that, that was pretty much all I did um, for, I, I want to say a month, but then I, I, I kept going up until like December at that rate, like the, the album I'm putting out, I like that was done by December. So, okay. wow. Now, <laughs> when I... when it comes to like the the songs and possibly like the album or like this new album, like how does how do you do like your breakdown for like coming up with like a song? Like, do you come up with like just mess around and come up with like some sort of beat, or do you already have like these melodies and things kind of popping up inside your head where you're like, okay, like I want to take this from here and like use it with this or like how, like what's the structure you're you're starting with so mo- most of the time i just sit down and i turn on my computer <clears throat> excuse me 
and I either pick up my guitar or just open a synth sound and I just start playing my keyboard um, and just just like play around until I come up with even if it's like it could be the bass line or it could be a little lead part or a chord progression um, but just as soon as I get something that really catches my ear and I feel excited about I keep going with that and then I just I layer stuff on top of that and 99% of the time I do like mo most of the music first and then I'll just do all the lyrics after but sometimes I might like I might write like the vert the music for the verse and the chorus and then do those vocals and then kind of figure out where to go from there after so then in that case I would like kind of do them at the same time okay. but I, I never really write lyrics first I wish I did because like I love reading lyrics and I love I don't I don't really read a bunch of poetry but like when I hear it or when I read it I really like it um but I just I kind of need the music to like start first for me to to even feel like saying something sort of um once once in a while I'll have like a line or like a line or two mm -hmm. but I won't I won't really put it in until I like write the music first and then I'll like I'll find a place for that line and write the rest right. and then a, f a few songs on the album I did just sit down with the guitar and write the lyrics and the chords at the same time but that was only like that was like th two or three I think so usually it's all music first okay so you kind of like find like the whole vibe of what the song is kind of going to be and then yeah. kind of just build it from there mm -hmm. okay very yeah. cool that, that, that's like it, always interesting to me like how musicians because I'd never played an instrument or did any of that so like it's always interesting to me to see how musicians take that and like build a song on its own like my, my roommate he's really big into he's starting to get big into like just doing his own synth thing so every once in a while like I'll pop in there and he'll just be like doing like these crazy like little whatever you call it on his on his uh, keyboards and stuff and it's just like how like to me I'm just like I feel so method like I would have to be so methodical trying to figure it out where he's just like going with the flow and super chill and just like letting it happen I'm like this is amazing I wish <laughs> I had the capability yeah it's uh especially with synth music it's fun because like a sound can be what like excites me like I, I can just find a synth sound that I like and mm. not have like any melody or anything but that's enough for me to like find a melody and be like okay I'm gonna use this right. um, so I, that's one of the things I really like about synth stuff is like just the soundscapes and like you can just get excited from the literal sound <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing um, obviously we were talking about uh rain for the ready which for people that are listening definitely go check it out but since then you have been putting out a few singles here and there uh, and i don't want to overshadow those and because i listened to those as well today and they're all super good and it's just it's nice yeah. seeing that progression that we were talking about um so i mean on Bandcamp, you have since then you have the day after christmas uh i really like this title you can't make your bed and eat it too uh learning what i don't know in the fields at night and quiet like a nightmare which are all with the nice thing with doing like synth music is you don't necessarily fall into like the same sound with each song because you like literally you can do anything on your synth 
and come up with any range of sounds. So, like, all five of these are kind of, like, different and unique in their own ways, and they're all super amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, at that, yeah, that the sound thing is that you, you put it a, a really great way of like, because it's electronic music, there's room for anything. Cause it's like electronic artists use like symphony sounds and then, and then acoustic guitars for some parts. So I feel like that really gives me a little bit of freedom where it's like, it's okay if this song has acoustic sounding drums and just like one synthesizer in it. But then the next song has like all synths and super programmed drums. Right. Um, so I, I like that freedom of where like, at, at least for me, like it makes sense to me. I'm like, oh, well, there's just, it's a computer. You can do anything <laughs> with it. Uh, so yeah, but that that's, that's where a lot of that comes from. And I actually had to like, especially with like the acoustic drum sounds, which there's not a whole lot of, but there's a, like, uh, there's a decent amount, but that's something that I recently kind of started doing. Like I would use like distorted acoustic sounding drums, but I recently started just having straight up like natural sounding drums. And then I'll usually layer a bunch of program drums and just cause I, I love that sound of like a real drum set, but then like little glitchy, uh, you know beats and stuff going in and out right um but yeah i think just yeah the freedom of it like to me it all just makes sense to use it not all the time but uh <laughs> like so I i'm glad that you see it like that too like or it's like oh well this one doesn't sound like this one but like they all kind of have a little different element so yeah i mean like speaking of like using uh kind of like changing it up i think it was in the song and i'm Forgive me if I'm completely wrong on which one it was. I listened to like okay. a lot of your stuff today, so it's all blending no together. Um, I, I think it was either towards the end of learning what I don't know, or it might have been you can't make your bed, where you have you kind of go into like this uh, like little guitar solo type deal at the. Do you know which one spots I'm talking about? I, I think that's probably you can't make your bed. Okay. Where is it? Where the guitar is just kind of going like. Beep, 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 yeah. So yeah. <laughs> like like it's like it's the, like your normal synth throughout like the the whole thing and then you kind of just bring in this whole another element and just take it this whole another route and it's just like it throws you off but at the same time you're like this is fucking cool like just to <laughs> have the thought to even do that like it's amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that just comes from the same thing of just feeling like it's okay to put put whatever I want in there kind of. Right. Which, again, another benefit of, uh, I, don't, I don't know why I said again, I don't think I said this, but a, a benefit of having a solo project is no one can tell me no. <laughs> that's, that's true. Like, no no one can be like, that doesn't make sense. They're just like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and also, not I, I love working with bands and, like, collaborating, so I'm not, I don't want to make it seem like I don't like that. But for, for the City View specifically, I do, I do enjoy that aspect of control with that. Yeah which is it's nice to to have that where you like uh, like with me with this podcast like i kind of just run everything my own way where like this is out of everything else that's going on in my life this is like the one thing i can control and be like no if i'm gonna run it i'm gonna do it this specific way and mm -hmm. i don't give a shit what anyone else thinks we're gonna do it this way it's gonna work i'm gonna enjoy it and everyone else is gonna enjoy it so mm -hmm. i i think that's important in life for for certain things obviously you can't really apply that to every everything in life, but I think it is important to have things that you can just do your way. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think it's kind of healthy. And, and again, to a certain extent, like, you know, I don't, don't think it's good to be selfish with every, every single thing in your life, but I think it is important to have some sort of outlet where you can do it on your terms. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, now, like, I, like we, like I just mentioned, you, you did come out with those five songs leading up to, I mean, at the time of this recording, uh, one, I think you just put out maybe a week ago. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think I put it out Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, which are all super good, but you did also send me a couple tracks today because you have, depending on, I mean, this is this episode's coming out, I think, mentally checking my calendar, the last week in August. Oh, okay, cool. Because um, you have, and you kind of mentioned it, you have a new album that's going to be coming out as well. I do. Um, which thank you for sending me those tracks again. Uh, they're super good. I enjoyed both of them and I'm stoked to see what the rest of this album is. And obviously since we're talking about like, what's, what's this new album and like, what can we expect from it? Um, so it's just another, it's another full length. Um, I think it's going to be 11 songs. I'm still kind of finalizing the track list, but it's pretty, pretty set. Um, I do have a name, but I don't want to say it just cause I, I might change it. Cause I, Fair. like, I have no, uh, like I have no set in stone release date or anything like that. Um, so I just don't want to say something and change my mind. Okay. <laughs> um, but musically, I think I take it. I, I hope it comes across this way, but I, I was trying to just have it be a little bit more expansive, like, like even more, uh, a a broader palette of sounds. Um, that, that was my, again, it wasn't really super intentional. It just kind of happened where I was writing stuff and I was like, Oh, this is different. I'm just going to do it. And then we'll see. And then after I finished recording everything, I, I did decide to keep a decent amount of the, um kind of different stuff but again it's not it's not super different but it's more a little bit more like piano and acoustic drums um and i I think it's a little bit weirder like a little more psychedelic sort of i don't know it's a that word can be kind of cheesy and also not very musical but uh it's a little weirder like it's a little stranger but then there's some super poppy stuff on it too um I kind of I, I like mixing those elements too, just like kind of trippy and atmospheric, but then also mixing it with like more pop-centered stuff. Um, so musically, that's what you can expect, and lyrically, a, a lot of the same type of subject matter as Rain for the Ready. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I definitely was picking up on. I mean, you sent me those two songs, and I was definitely picking up on uh, some of like what you're talking about, where kind of you know psychedelic and, and kind of groovy especially um i gotta double check names i think it's the the shaking cloud uh mm-hmm. like really gets that psychedelic feel and then just the way you kind of drop the whole like tempo of everything and just like it just paces through it just adds a whole nother element to it which i mean most like like i've said a lot of times on this these episodes like a lot of what i listen to is like emo punk or like hardcore in my everyday life and all that stuff can you know sometimes be pretty fast paced so listening to this 
Like, I really had to just, like, sit and, like, zone and, like, in such a good way to, like, fully get it to soak in and with that extra element of just, like, slowing it down so much. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that, that one was fun. That one just kind of, that one was pretty natural, too, where, like, I had, like, the faster part with the synths and stuff at the beginning, and I don't think I was planning on going into that other part um but then at some point when I was writing the first part excuse me I think I I like had the idea to like drop it down like that I'm not I'm honestly not positive that's exactly how it happened uh but um that one I actually I wrote like the baseline for that like I think I played the drums first and then played the bass line and then did the vocals and then the other stuff. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but that one was the second part of that was written in a little more straightforward, like songwriting way where I like, like I work through the chord progression while I'm singing and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that one had that whole element, which I'm excited for everyone else to listen to because it's, it, it just changed up so much. And then the other song that I was, uh, that you sent over was uh, Ghost of the Living, which I, I don't know, I, I can't, like that was the one song that I wanted to go and keep listening to, so I really enjoyed that one, obviously, and I'm stoked to see like what else you have on this record. Awesome, thank you very much, I appreciate that. Um, I, I feel like that one is a little bit more my kind of normal wheelhouse with like the programmed reverby drums and like guitar and synth and stuff. But um, I'm, I'm glad you like that and I very much appreciate it. Yeah. And just so I remember that I heard this correctly, you said you had most of this done back in like December and you're just yeah, kind of so, waiting now? Yeah. So pretty much I, I started writing Rain for the Ready in May. And then I just like didn't stop until December. I just like put out that album in June. Um, but like when that album came out, I had like four songs for this album done or something like that. I don't remember exactly how many, but like I was already like kind of working on the next one. Um, and then yeah, I just wrote a bunch until uh, December. I think I narrowed down 35 songs to 12 i think or 12 or 11 i think it's 11 um so yeah i I was just writing a bunch for that period but then it's like i haven't written a city view song since december so (laughs) okay so like all these singles that you're coming out with are basically just like songs that didn't make the cut for the 11 yeah Mm -hmm. okay okay but still that's that's insane that like you just kept writing and came up with 30 something songs and you had to like whittle it all down to like this 11 so like that's just mind-blowing i feel like to especially like i said to me with as someone that doesn't do any of this that just seems like a lot to just keep progressing and it's so amazing that you're able to do that it definitely was like a like kind of like a fluke like i don't write like 35 songs every three months all the time like okay. or six months or whatever um and like i said i haven't written a city song since then i've written a bunch of other music but uh not any city view stuff because i'm i really kind of like i get into something and i like obsess and focus on it and then i get into something else and obsess and focus on it and i like cycle through um 
so yeah i've just been doing other musical stuff since then but yeah that's definitely that was a little bit of a fluke okay <laughs> not right writing at that insane <laughs> rate all the time and also I was really more narrowing it down from like, you know, 20 songs because 15 or so I was just like, I'm definitely not going to use these. Um, and then, so th those ones won't even come out. So like the one, the, the singles I'm releasing are pretty much the ones that I like wanted to put on the album. But like you said, just, they just didn't make the cut for, for whatever reason. Um, but yeah. Well, uh, I mean, obviously you said you went from, 20 down to 11 um and we've seen five singles so far the album's not out yet are we going to see any more singles between obviously this is going to come out in like august but like are we am i we're going to be seeing any more singles soon uh i i hope so um well yeah i mean i'm, I'm planning on it like i'm planning on at least putting out one from the album because yeah not, none of these songs are from the album but I do want to put out one before I'm just kind of trying to figure out my, my like release plan, like what, what I want to do for that and, and when I want to put it out. Um, Cause I, I don't know if you saw it, but I did like uh, an interview a few months ago and I was like, yeah, we'll probably be out in June. So now I'm just like, okay, well that didn't happen. So I'm going to be careful what I, what I give for timelines now. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um, that's totally fair. Yeah, but it, it should hopefully be out soon, uh, depending on what I kind of do with it. Um, but yeah, and then hopefully there will be maybe two, but pro probably just one single. Because um, I, I like, I want to put it out soon. Um, I'm, I've been like itching to put it out since, honestly, since I like, I finished it. <laughs> um, so I might just do like one and then do it through the album shortly after that. But I'm, I'm not positive yet. Okay. Well, well, uh, everyone, be sure to keep an eye out and see whatever this uh, this new record TBD uh, is is going to be out and ready for everyone else to listen to. I know I'll be keeping an eye out for sure. Um, before we we kind of transition, I know we talked about like you starting out, talked about like the the last LP. We kind of hinted at what's coming next. Is there anything that I would have missed or you want to bring up about the city view? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I feel like you did a great job covering stuff and asking very, very good questions and interesting questions. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate uh, the kind words on my questions. Most of those, like, I, I usually come with a list and I have like my list, but a lot of those, a lot of my good questions, I feel like just come like off the cuff where I'm just like, from wait, like how, how, yeah, like, how does that even work? So yeah. I, I appreciate you appreciating my questions. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, as as everyone knows, this is Beers with Bands. Uh, it is a nice Thursday night. Um, so, I mean, Ian, this is this part where I get to ask you, like, what are you drinking on this fine Thursday night? I'm drinking a Crafts small batch. Um, it's really hard to find. Pretty expensive. Um, it's, it's like, if you like hops and I double, double, triple IPAs and like, uh, stouts, this will be right up your alley. Okay. Uh, it's a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I don't know oh, if you've wow. heard of it. I, um, I, I've never heard of that. But it's it... like real heavy, real dark. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just PBR. 
Uh, I love that so much. Uh, PBR is normally my go-to and definitely has my heart. Uh, but tonight I decided, to, uh, I mean, 4th of July weekend, it was it was a long one, drank a lot of PBRs. So yeah. I took it a little uh, a little softer this this week for this episode. So I started the episode with a nice good old uh, White Claw and I'm kind of finishing it up with a spiked Arnold Palmer, you know, and a little uh, tea and lemonade to, to keep it mellow. That's beautiful. I don't know if I've ever had one of those. Definitely had White Claw, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just was at the liquor store, and I was like, I was more looking for, so White Claw, I think it was last year, they had their, like, they had their own tea versions, and they were, like, <laughs> really good, and I enjoyed them, and I, for some reason, I, when I was there grabbing, like, my normal case of PBR, I was like, I need something that's, like softer and i was like was just thinking of those but i couldn't find them but then the arnold palmer was there and i was like i'll give these a shot and they're like a seven out of ten i'd say like they're okay but what what was the white claw version rating uh overall for the case i'd probably say like eight out of ten because there was still like there was like one was like a uh lemonade tea one was like a peach tea and oh. like, so they had like still individual flavors inside oh, like, okay yeah. okay so, nice yeah um well so there there was our our drink segment for the episodes you know gotta stay consistent with these um but this is this is the later half of the episode and obviously you listen to a few episodes uh the arms length and and a couple other ones but this is kind of where we just talked about um, some stories that you might have from your time in music, whether it's playing shows, going to shows, um, just anything uh, that kind of goes on. Uh, yeah, I, I, I usually say like anything horrendous or tremendous, but I'm not sure uh, what avenue you want to go down. Okay, um, I can. Let's see. I got I got some good horrendous ones. That'll, that'll be pretty easy, honestly. <laughs> um, so. I, I got two two pretty bad ones that stick out usually. I, I look back on them fondly, uh, but yeah. So the first one was not the City Views. I was just playing in a different band, like right after high school. And I I had a friend in school at Syracuse and he got me in touch with someone who booked us. Do you know Pentimento? Yeah. Or Young Statues, I think, was the other band. Yeah, I, I definitely remember uh, Pentimento and, and Young Statues. Um, yeah. yeah, so th- they were playing, and somehow we got on this show with, like, no... Like, we just knew a friend of the dude who was booking it. Like, we shouldn't have... <laughs> we didn't deserve to be there. <laughs> um, so we had that one booked, and we are like, let's play another show. And we had another friend in Ithaca going to school there and he was like yeah you guys i'll have a party and you guys can play at my house and we were like yeah that sounds awesome and the ithaca one was first so we drive from new hampshire like i forget what it was like four or five hours whatever we get to ithaca at like nine and we get to the house and there's there's no one there it's like our friend and his roommates and we're like okay you know that's you know still early 
And then we hear whispers of like this other party happening and we're like already all loaded into the house and everything. And we're like, you know what? No, it's fine. Like whatever. And you know, showtime <laughs> comes if you want to say that. And this, this is the best part. I didn't know what I was doing. So there, there were no other bands. Like uh-huh. it was, it was just like, Oh, we'll go play your party. That sounds, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so we're just like, okay. And it's his roommates and like maybe like two or three of the roommates friends that just were there as well. And we're just playing essentially for no one. And like slowly they just, oh, before they leave, I I don't want to get to the part where they leave yet because (laughs) they were doing their homework and playing in a band and having people choose to do homework instead of watch you. And this was like a Saturday. There was no class the next day. It was like that was just it was funny it, it was discouraging at the time but it was like i was young and it was just kind of like the experience was fun yeah. and now looking back like it, it's just funny to think <laughs> about but at the time like our, my drummer just stopped playing like literally in the middle of a song and at, my first response was like dude what the fuck like and I, and then i was like there's no one here there's literally <laughs> no one here <laughs> and he he was like my pedal broke and then like like we went over and we're like, no, nah, this didn't break. We're just you just you just did the right thing. <laughs> uh, so that that's a good horrendous one. And then actually the other horrendous one is pretty much the same type of thing where like we this was a city view show and it was like on Halloween or near Halloween. And the this one was actually worse because there were people there and it was a party and we were playing in the other room and people were just like in the other room playing ping, uh, beer pong and stuff and there were like two people watching us and again I don't think there was any other band for that one so it was just like it was just like uh, we shouldn't be here <laughs> but I, I've played and booked not not thankfully not for other bands but booked for myself plenty plenty of shows like that type of thing so it's, it's part of it but th- yeah. those were two kind of standout ones where it's like there's no point in being here at all right so um so I used to like TM for my friend's band and we did a run and we were in, I think we were playing like Annapolis out in Maryland and we showed it. We were told it's going to be a house show. We're like, okay, tight. Sounds great. It's us and our friends like all packed in a van. We're like, it's going to be tight. We basically drive like, you know, like normal band, like most of the day to get there. We get there, we show up and it's literally just two guys. It's the the dude that booked the show who owns the house and like his friend and we're like we literally had a huddle at the at the trailer of like what are we like we might as, we should just like not even unload just tell him like hey like obviously this didn't work out thank you no no hard feelings and just drive to the next place but for some reason someone convinced everyone else to just like still play a show to these two people and like the other <laughs> band uh they had more of like a little bit more like screamy vocals like that really like midwest like scream uh like emo style and like they he was like hey like we're gonna do this show but i'm not even gonna sing my my vocals that way I, like i'm not blowing out my voice for like nothing so they just did like an all instrumental set and i like <laughs> I, like i just sat on this person's couch in their living room while like my friends just played i was like this is like we literally loaded 
unloaded to play, loaded back up, and we're just like, okay, like, we're just leaving now. Like, this is, we could have just went to uh, the, our friend's house or something, like, just drove the next city or done anything else. And I was like, this is such a bummer. Did, did the person, like, apologize or anything? Like, did they feel bad? Or was yeah, it just they, like, oh, like, sorry? <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they felt bad. Because, like, I can't remember what they, they said for their quote-unquote, like, excuse of, like, they didn't prom- it was something weird where just like no one gave a shit apparently in that town it yeah. was kind of shitty that that's always like yeah it's tough because and it's like you, you you drove there like you're already there right and it's like that's what you left to do is play music so you feel like you should but then it's like there's really no point like yeah. <laughs> like uh... Yeah, that, that, on that thankfully that was like the only like really, like, shitty time that we've had it in a while, and it was the last run that we were ever doing. So it was just kind of like, all right, we needed to have at least one shitty day to like humble us or something. Were, were the rest of the shows better? Yeah, a lot of them were pretty decent. Um, I think my our favorite one, at least my favorite one on that entire run, was uh, we got the chance to. Uh, play a hometown show with our good friends uh, in centerfolds from richmond virginia so okay. we had like a, a show fall through and they're like yo we're doing this our album release show you guys just drive back down Ooh. because we were like in new jersey and they're like just drive back down and we'll get both of you guys both the bands on the bill yeah you guys will play first but like we still like that'll give us like an, a little bit more time to hang out you guys can like be here for this and we're like hell yes uh, so that was like my favorite day. Awesome. That's a cool circumstance to like just kind of happen like that. Yeah. And you said it was in there, the band's hometown? Yeah. So they were from Richmond, Virginia. So okay. we got to play basically their hometown album release show at uh, one of the most like, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's like they consider it iconic, but for me, whenever I see bands like touring through that area, they always stop at like that specific venue. So it was kind of cool to also get to be there and like experience experience that venue um, in like a giant packed out crowd. That, that's awesome, and I totally get what you mean about the venue thing because there's tons of venues in other states that I just see bands play at all the times, yeah. and it, it like it means something. So it's like getting get, getting to go there where like you've seen or you've heard of bands that you like playing there and stuff is cool. Right, like, uh, one that always pops up, because I have some friends that live out on Long Island that have been on the episode, and, like, they're, they always, like, talk about, uh, Amityville out in Long Island, and I'm like, damn, like, I've never been there, but I, like, all I know is, like, I wanted, like, go experience a show there. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one for sure a bunch of times. Yeah, that, that's awesome they got to do that, and that's awesome you got to be there, too. Yeah. It sounds, sounds a little bit cooler than, uh two dudes in the living room or whatever <laughs> yeah definitely made up for that um but you kind of mentioned that you do you, so you also do live shows like what's a live show for the city view like um so from like 2016 to 2018 i had um a drummer and a bass player okay. um but just just for shows like i was still doing the recording and everything um but so for those years, I had a band. And then I'm, 
hopefully going to do some shows again, but I'm not really sure what that will look like. Um, most likely probably end up being like a lot of backing tracks and I'll just like play guitar and sing. I've, I've done acoustic stuff, but it's like, it's pretty hard to get that to translate. Like, yeah, it's kind of difficult. Uh, but yeah, before I had a band and we would also like the bassist would play guitar sometimes and synthesizer sometimes. And then there was one song where I had programmed drums and the drummer played bass and the bassist played guitar. Um, so we did that like a little bit. It wasn't like one of those crazy like revolving <laughs> things, but there was a little bit of, of moving around. Um, and I played synth too, like I would play guitar, synth and sing. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not really too sure what it will look like if I for when i decide to do more yeah well uh i mean that's always a cool concept because like you have so much going on i'm like i can only imagine like obviously you need to have kind of a few other people if you want to get the full experience but definitely doing backing tracks um and doing as much as you can to really give off the vibe that you want and really show people like this is the city view because like you said doing an acoustic set as much as great as acoustic sets are not taking anything away from them for what your project is that's yeah it's not the same it's completely different yeah yeah so i've done them before and it's fun like they're they kind of like i like doing them sometimes like Mm -hmm. as their as like as their own thing but i don't want to just do it because i want to play a show like i don't want to just be like well i'll just play guitar because it's yeah like you said it, it really wouldn't i don't think it would translate very well right um and then i don't want to as as lazy as I am I don't want to just sing either because I have so much stuff that's just music for like two minutes where I I don't want to just stand there like (laughs) with a mic in my hand so I'm definitely going to be playing guitar and synthesizer and stuff like that okay yeah definitely definitely give the people the the show that that you feel like they deserve to see you do if that makes any sense I just ramble on that one yeah and that just came up but uh but yeah no that'd be that'd be tight to see whatever you you come up with for your next set of live shows thank you i'll definitely uh, keep you updated on that and right. I, are, are you in minnesota i forget yeah so i'm in i'm in minneapolis nice. yeah Minneapolis. okay cool i don't i don't know if i'll <laughs> when i'll ever be able to make it that far out but hopefully someday because i do you know that just as a musician that's kind of like a goal i would i would like to do like actual touring at some point but you know, work, work in a full-time job and stuff. It's not super easy all the time, but. Dude, I, I feel, I feel your struggles. I would love to just get out and like TM again, but you know, working full-time, got to pay those bills and it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to, you know, take the time. Yeah. Also the people listening can't see this, but I feel really weird. I'm just like a silhouette right now. Cause it's super <laughs> dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, I didn't turn on my lights. So that's why it's just getting darker over here. I just feel feel creepy. I'm just like a silhouette. <laughs> that's totally okay. Uh, they might see it in the in, in the photos we take after, unless we haven't oh, nice. turned on the light. Uh, we'll, we'll yeah, I haven't turned on the light. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I mean, one more big thank you to to you, Ian, for for reaching out. I know we talked about earlier how like daunting it is to like, you know, reach out and to people and be like hey do you want can i be on your podcast and 
like I mentioned, it's it's even more daunting on my end to be like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Uh, <laughs> so I, I appreciate you reaching out. It does it does mean a lot that anyone awesome. uh, wants to be on. So I, I appreciate that so much. Awesome. I, I appreciate you having me. This was super fun. Yeah, I had a, I had a great time on this Thursday. Um, if anyone's looking for uh, music or you in general, where can they find it? Uh, at the City View on Twitter, at the City View Music on Instagram, and then Rain for the Ready is on Spotify. So if you just search the City View Rain for the Ready, you'll find that. Um, I'm hopefully gonna get my other stuff up there eventually, and hopefully my next album will be up there. But then all the other stuff is uh, the CityView.Bandcamp.com, and yeah, those are the main places right now. Uh, and depending on where everyone found this episode in the description below will be links to go find the city view on all those platforms uh, you'll be tagged in there as well so make sure you just click that link go follow the city view and stay up to date on everything that's coming out and keep your eyes peeled for the the soon to be named uh album <laughs> that'll be out at uh insert date here um <laughs> but no, Ian, like I had a I had a great time talking to you about everything you got going on. I'm I'm digging everything. Like it's not my usual cup of tea with it that I'll that I usually listen to, but it's it was a nice change mm-hmm. of pace to kinda listen to something different and like soak it in and experience it. Um and major props to you, man. Thank you very much. And thank you for the kind words. And also thank you for, for being willing to talk about something that maybe isn't your your usual thing. And, and for just like listening to it and, and, and just for getting back to me and everything. I really, really appreciate all that. Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, thank you for being uh, uh, chill with me. I, I was, I was a little late on some of those emails oh, and <laughs> you know, time gets, time kind of gets away from you every once in a while, but I no, appreciate no you, you sticking with me. So I'm, I'm sure you know this cause you send a lot of emails, but uh, it's way better than a bunch of never, never replies. <laughs> that, that it is 100% true. <laughs> 100 percent true yeah Um, awesome thank you so much yeah thank you again and like i normally say on all these episodes if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of beers with bands feel free to reach out um i got the the email on all the socials dm me through a social uh ian emailed me we set it up we had some drinks uh i unfortunately didn't have any pbrs but he did (laughs) for me uh and i appreciate it and uh i mean other than that I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya. Mm -hmm.